Well, it's good to be here once more. We're talking, of course, about how to help people by counseling others. And we've given you a lot of pieces of advice, not all glued together very well, but uh, little bits and pieces that you can use as you hear us from day to day. And I'm going to talk to you about one more item today. And that is the use of what might be called homework in counseling. Don't rely upon the counseling session itself as you meet with a person and talk with that person to affect the changes. Surely some changes in thinking and even some patterns of living might be made right then and there on the spot. But you know, Jesus was always telling people how they needed to change after they left him. And of course, John the Baptist did the same thing. Indeed, the counseling session is more of the place where you talk about what to do and the place where you decide what the homework shall be. And then between the variety of sessions which you may carry on of over four, five, six weeks, between each session, the person really needs to go out into the real-life circumstances where he lives with his family, at work, wherever he needs to, to uh, make the changes. And before God and before his neighbor, he needs to do the things that need to be done and not just talk about them in some kind of counseling context. A lot of people think they've changed because they've been able to talk very boldly and very piously and very big in a counseling session. But it's a different matter between talking one way in a session and going out and doing something about it. So from the very first session that you have with a person, start putting the stress upon where he must live his faith and where he must make the changes in life outside of the session. Always give homework from the first session on. Always something can be given, even if it's minimal, like going home and making a list of all the ways in which the person thinks that he's been failing God or failing God by failing his wife, or failing his, her husband, or failing parents, or failing children, or failing the employer. But that can be a very productive homework session that can save you a lot of time. You don't have to get all that material by sitting down and talking about it. You can send him home to work on his problem, and that brings encouragement when he begins to work on his problem, and it puts him out into the right place. Now, <clears throat> that sets a pattern from the beginning of expectation of change. You're not just talking about problems. You've already started from the very first session to show him that something can be done about those problems. You remember also how Jesus used homework to sh find out who meant business and who didn't. You don't remember? Well, let me tell you about it. It's in Matthew 18, uh, 19, in verse 16 following, where Jesus speaks to the rich young ruler. You remember the rich young ruler who came to Jesus and said, I'm okay, you're okay? And Jesus said to him, no, there's only one who's okay, that's God. There's only one who is, is holy and who is righteous and who is proper, that's God. And if you're going to call me good master, if you're going to call me okay, then you've got to call me God. Nothing less, less will satisfy. And of course, then Jesus went on to show him that that man didn't even have the faintest idea about what keeping the commandments of God was all about. He had, he had said, I'm fine and I'm good, and you're good, and I'm just as good as you. That's what he was saying, in effect. He was saying, I've kept all the commandments from my youth up. And Jesus said to him, all right, I'll see if you've kept the commandments. You've kept them in some outward way, but you don't have any, uh, even the faintest idea of what the inward essence and substance of those commandments is all about. He said, now, uh, if you wish to uh, settle everything, 
Then you go and sell your possessions, give them to the poor, and you shall have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. That was a homework assignment. I've never given a homework assignment like that. I've never had the right to. But wow, what a homework assignment it was. He says, sell everything and give it to the poor and follow me. When the man heard that statement, he went away grieved, for he owned much property. Now you see what the situation was. Jesus sorted out those who really meant business from those who didn't by a homework assignment. So it can have that value also. And it can reveal sin. And it can bring conviction, such as it did in this instance. Written homework sometimes, and it's good sometimes to write it out because people are often emotionally excited when they counsel with you, uh, is probably the best way to give homework. Take a piece of paper and just scratch it out clearly and plainly for the person so that he can take it with him. Otherwise, he might miss points or forget or misconstrue or misunderstand, and it might keep down arguments too. And it, what you write for him can become a reminder for him during the week. It almost takes a, the place of the counselor himself during the days between the counseling sessions until you meet with him next week. And, of course, giving homework enables, a person, enables you and him to do more counseling more rapidly. The work is not confined to the session alone. The work continues all through the week. And it does not make people dependent upon you as a counselor. They become dependent upon the Lord and upon his word. Instead of having the magic hour in which you reach into your pocket and, and grab a, a handful of wiffle dust and sprinkle wiffle dust all over the person in order to change him in some magical way or wave a Bible over his head like a magic wand, he realizes that it's going to involve something in his own life, in his relationship to God that's got to change day by day, in his relationship to his wife, to his children, to his employer that has to change day by day. He's going to have to be a different person. It's not something somebody can do for him that he can pay them to do for him, but it's something that he must do before God as an individual. And that's exactly where that kind of emphasis needs to be placed. Because so many people today are looking for instant answers to their problems. We have instant tea and we have instant coffee. We even have instant Dunkin' Donut shops, I notice. I uh, saw a foundation one day where they had two big trucks that pulled up with two halves of a Dunkin' Donut shop. They dumped them off, glued them or somehow or other, got them together, and the next day the shop was in operation with donuts. Now that's pretty instant, I'd say. Everything is instant today, and people want instant holiness, instant solutions, instant answers to their problems. Well, this is one thing that doesn't come instantly. It comes by the hard, long, tedious task of obedience to God day by day until our lives are different, until they change. The Bible speaks about growth by the aid and the grace of God, growth by grace. And it's not going to come all overnight. It's not going to mushroom up. It's going to be more like the kind of growth that we see in the oak tree that takes years and years than the kind of growth that we see in the mushroom that comes up overnight but then is squashed down in the morning as it does not have much substance to it. The kind of growth that the Bible talks about and the kind that comes in counseling is going to come through daily effort made through the power of the Spirit to obey what the Word of God has to say. So it's not going to happen in magic ways by you doing it for him. And you've got to demonstrate this to him and make this clear from the beginning. That's one reason why homework is so important. One reason why sending him back to the real-life situations is so vital. One reason why you don't want him to become dependent upon you because he needs to become instead dependent upon God. And that is what you're doing when you give him homework each time.
and then homework also at the end ought to help assure him against future failure. If you've been scratching out a little page like this each time for five weeks as you've met with him and you've told him to keep all of these, then any time in the future if he has a little bit of, uh, if he has a temptation to, to uh, uh, fall back into the old ways, <clears throat> he doesn't have to keep, has, have to run back to you to get help. All he does is turn to the pa- p- papers which he has kept, reread the assignments, and put them into effect again. So there's much that can be done with this. And I urge you, like in the scriptures, to point men to make changes in their lives day by day, not just to talk about their problems, but to do what God says to do about them. Lord, help us to know how to advise men from your word properly. For Christ's sake we pray. Amen.